told Ronnie said something, Martin. I said, well, you run him back in here then, and I'm going to show you how to ride him. Welcome. My name is Doug Simcox, and this is Beyond the Shoots, as presented by Parasite Systems. In this episode, I talk with Auburn, New York cowboy Joe Farley. Now, Joe got started in rodeo pretty young. He was helped along by a mentor and a coach by the name of Ward Mitchell, and you will see how important his relationship with Ward was to him throughout his entire career and extends through in his life today. Now, he's had an interesting rodeo career, and I'm glad that we get to bring it to you. Now, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Search for Beyond the Shoots and follow us. And we also have a brand new website for you to check out, beyondtheshoots.show. I hope that you enjoy this episode about the two-event cowboy, Mr. Joe Farley. And I'm on the phone with Mr. Joe Farley, who is now living in Tonopah, Arizona. And I looked it up on the map, Joe. Tonopah is west of Phoenix, yes? Yes, just watch the Buckeyes. Uh, watch the Phoenix and then... Uh, Buckeye, we're a little west of Buckeye, Arizona. Okay, okay. And what's the what's the weather like down there today? Uh, today, it's, oh, I think it, uh, I looked at my phone here a while ago. It was 102 degrees. That was about an hour ago here, uh, about 8 o'clock I looked. But it's supposed to go to 108 today. 108. That yes. is, it, doesn't that feel just hot, hot? Isn't that crazy hot? <laughs> Uh, it's not crazy hot yet. Okay. No. Okay. No. Okay. When does it get crazy hot? It'll it'll be like ridiculous crazy. Uh, come July, end of June, July. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's, um, it's brutal. It's brutal. I was going to say somebody. Brutal. Somebody once said I. I was having a conversation with somebody in Arizona, and they said, "Yeah, it's hot, but there's no humidity, uh, so it's not quite the same." And I said, "Well, so is an oven. Doesn't have a right. lot of humidity, but so so how are how is De- how is Debbie and the girls? Debbie and the girls are doing fantastic. Okay. Yep. Growing up, yep. how how old are the girls now? Well, uh, Kayla will be 16. Hmm. She'll be 17 here in a few Well, be not too far off in okay. September. Okay. And then the younger one, Kiara, she turned 15 in March. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's but good. They're, uh, they're both in school. You yeah. know. That is excellent. Mm-hmm. And you're enjoying Arizona? I mean, from upstate New York, you're enjoying Arizona. I do. I really love it out here. Okay. <laughs> And what it's, is it? Uh, what is it that? Um, no doubt the winters, right? You come from Auburn, New York. Yeah. So is it just the winters, or what? What really? Well, st- yeah. I just I got tired of the winters up there. You know, I born there, and mm-hmm. I left when I was sixty-one, and I pushed a lot of snow mm-hmm. uh, with tractors. I shoveled a lot of snow, shoveling off the roofs so they, you know, get the weight off and mm-hmm. the bitter cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah i'd rather i'd rather sweat the depth the way i always said as a little kid i'd rather sweat and be out in that winter <laughs> absolutely absolutely no i can appreciate that 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 must be a neat change and good to get out of the cold and the ice and the mm-hmm. rain and the snow and all that sort of thing right. so so let's talk a little bit about you say you were talking just a bit ago about uh growing up in in uh in auburn was it auburn new york you grew up joe yes yes okay. sir Auburn. okay and for our listeners where is auburn on the map auburn was set uh just west of syracuse new york about 30 miles west okay. off on interstate 90 okay. uh, about four miles due south there off the interstate 90. Okay. And and grew up in town, grew up on a farm. Well, we uh, raised in the city there of Auburn. Problems went out with my parents. My father, they split up. So I was like four years old. My mom's trying to raise me and my sister, Sherry. We end up going to the country, um, in the country outside Auburn. She got, um, had a boyfriend there, and we end up moving in with him. And he was a dairy farmer and a horse trader. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was nice. Okay. So did you start riding horses then? You're five, six years old at this point? Yeah. Well, I was, <clears throat> I had, uh, uh, it'd be like uh, George was his name. 
um, he had uh, a pony there named mm-hmm. Goldie. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would ride was Goldie Okay, when I was five years old. So just pleasure riding, trail riding. Did you get into any well, kind of competitions? Yeah. Uh, well, at that age, my you got to learn how to ride. I always rode bareback. Okay. I didn't want to. I didn't want to saddle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to go out in the pastures. Oh, I was still five. Could have been six, maybe. But I'd go out in the pastures and bring the cows up for their milking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I get on my I get on my little pony Goldie, and way I go out and bring the cows back up to the barn out of the pasture, you know, for milking in the mornings or in the in the evening. Okay. Okay. So yeah. you developed quite a seat then. Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> I uh, I did. And and <laughs> that became helpful later on in in other things, no doubt, as we talked. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did Did you yeah. milk cows, Joe? Did you? I never no. milked the cows. No. <laughs> no. We. Uh, he, he, the cows got uh, TB. Uh, oh. Not so sure just how that goes, but you can't. The cows can live if you want, but you'd never be able to. You'd have to milk them and dump your milk out, oh, you know, because wow. it wasn't good good for humans oh okay so he sold he ended up selling all the cows and he became a bigger horse dealer a a, a what dealer big horse horse dealer oh horse dealer he had okay. horses yeah he, okay yeah, he, i mean kind of did a little dealing in horses you know uh, okay i just remember being a kid there right up to i was about sevens when the cows went away yeah. and then he got into horses so all the property then the farm yeah. then okay and yeah, and so. did, did you get into horse showing then at that point or we did a little we did a little horse showing mm-hmm. uh very minimum it was more of the game shows we did okay okay yeah more so, of the game shows and when you say game shows for our listeners um barrels poles pickup race yeah yeah, uh, the dollar, the dollar race. I was yeah. really good at <laughs> really good at that dollar race. Okay, where you get on bareback and they oh. put a dollar on the horses in your tie of your leg. Okay, and they okay. make you lope and stop and trot. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah, if you lose, cool. if you lose your dollar, you're out. Well, the, the person <laughs> right, the person that won. There's yeah. only one winner. The yeah. last one with the dollar there. Yeah. Uh, you might, you know, there might have been 10, 15, maybe in the class, you know, or something, but yeah, yeah, I was pretty handy. My brother Tom did a little winning too. Yes. Oh, he did. Were, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so flags, the, the bolt pole bending. Yeah. 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 Oh, you, there was a couple others, Doug, and I can't remember what they were. Were you a pretty <laughs> good pole bender? I did all right at it. No, maybe we didn't have the the horses, you know, I guess. Or, I mean, we'd, get, we'd place or something, get our ribbons. You know, okay. Got a lot of ribbons. Got a lot yeah. of ribbons, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. When did you discover rodeo? And more importantly, how did you <laughs> discover rodeo? Well, <laughs> at Dairy Farm, when I was a little kid, yeah. when I was five years old, six years old, so right up from five to seven, we had a pen of calves inside the barn. They were more close, like 100-pound calves, or they were a little more. Mm-hmm. I uh, started jumping on the calves in the pens. I'd, okay. wait, I'd, wait, up, I'd wait up on the gate, stand, mm-hmm. sitting on the gate, and the calves would come. I'd kind of get down the gate, and the calves would come by, and I'd just bail on one. Okay. Yeah, as you hang out with my hands. Yeah, had <laughs> somebody had somebody dared you to do this, Joe? Or no, oh, no, nope. I all by myself. There was a hired man named Frank Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. he was the cow milker, and mm-hmm. he heard the ruckus going on. And he come over <laughs> and he says, "What are you doing?" <laughs> oh, nothing. Yeah. Well, I had you know. Here I got manure all over me from the pen. You know, that's yeah. Up. yeah. A straw in there. It wasn't like the concrete floor or anything. Right, right, right. I mean, uh, but anyways, he said, well, you better knock that off. Yeah. Well, I kept doing it every now and then. I okay. do it two or three times a week. Oh, my. I just enjoyed it. I thought that was better than riding my pony. <laughs> really? I couldn't, hang, I couldn't hang on as long as all. <laughs> right, right. So, no rope, no nothing. So, it's almost no. like the mutton bus and just grab a hold. Did you lay down or did you sit up? No, I tried to sit up and did get you? a hold of the parts they're moving. You know, they may have been walking around. And, yeah. 
And I just be down there waiting, and I just throw my leg and get on one when she was right there. I kind of drop down on her. Okay. You know, I only weighed I only weighed probably 30, 40 pounds, or I'm never a very <laughs> right, big guy. <laughs> right, right. So did you then, did somebody then point you towards Little Britches, or? Um, no? They, yes. There yeah. was a fella came along that he was, he was in the service, and he, he knew this George that my mom was dating. Mm -hmm. He uh, he went up and he learned a little bit there, you know, on horses and everything with Ward Mitchell. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that got me going. Yeah, he he basically did. You know, he come home from the service. I think I was around seven or eight. And I, I remember the cows. George had got rid of the cows yet, but he had come back to Auburn, and he's from Auburn, New York. And, okay, uh, but he. Come right to George's. Okay. And we, uh, George ended up getting more horses. And Ward, Ward did some rodeo in a little bit. Before he went to the service, he got drafted oh, you know, when he was okay. 18. Oh, okay. I found, yeah, yeah. But he got, he's the one that got me started. He, there was like, there was an arena there at that farm and Ward wasn't around. You know, I was pretty little. I don't remember everything, but I remember nobody ever did anything there in the arena. And there was a buck and shoot there, which I didn't know at the time what it was. It was just a, 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 when Ward come home from the service, I realized what it was. You know, I think I was, I was about six or seven when he come home from the service. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and so did he say, Hey, let's run one in the buck and shoot for you. Let's run a calf in. Well, eventually, eventually. Yeah. Okay. Not, uh, yeah. Eventually. Yes. Yes, eventually, uh, I'll, he'd, uh, it wasn't a horse first. We, he, he was a bulldogger and we had some steers. Yeah. And I would, you know, he, he made me a bull rope up, Doug Ward Mitchell did. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, he okay. did. I remember it took them all, I think it took all winter. It seemed like it took all winter for him to build this little bull rope up. Oh, so for he me. hand braided it and everything he, for him. He done it. Yes, sir. I was remember down watching him, you know, at times, and maybe I wasn't around him, but he'd work at it and then he'd, his fingers would get sore, I guess, from all the braiding, sure. you know. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. And yeah. then, so here's your bull rope. You, no doubt mm -hmm. you had a bell. You had a bell, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I had my, oh yeah. I had two little bells. Okay. Yeah. And then glove. Oh yeah. Yep. Had just a glove. I don't know what kind of, yeah, I had a glove on. Okay. No <laughs> chaps. None of that at that point. No, no, no chaps. No. Okay. So yeah. do you remember? Spurs. had some spurs. You did? Had, okay. Yeah. We had okay. the, uh, he had some spurs that he kind of prefabbed them up and so they could fit my little cowboy boot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That is yeah. pretty neat. That is pretty neat. Yeah. So did he run them in and you, you got to do it in the arena right there on the farm? Yep. 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 Sure did. Do you remember yep. the first one or two that you got on? Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, I did. I, I rode them. Yeah. You know, they're spears. He put a little flank on them, you know, they were bulldog and spears. Yeah. Uh, I, geez, they were, uh, I think they were, uh, one was a Jersey and okay. another, I think he had a couple Ashires too. Or, yeah. We had okay. a couple. Yep. Ashires. Um, but, uh, okay. yeah, I got, I'd ride them there. You know, I get on, I think we had three. It might, we might've had more than that, but whatever we had, Doug, I'd, uh, I'd get on them all once there. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes I got leaning off to the side and the thing's mm -hmm. running away or maybe trying to buck a little and I'd right, fall off. Right, right, right. One-handed or two-handed at that point? Uh, one hand, sir. One-handed. Yep. Always one-handed. One hand. Okay. Yeah, one-handed. Okay. Morty told me you get one-handed and he showed me how to what to do and everything keep my hand there and yeah. look at my look at my hand and my bull rope. You know, don't yeah. look nowhere else. That way you can follow your hand around. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. So, so you got to start in the arena right on the farm. So mm -hmm. when did you venture out? Was there a little britches rodeo around a little or organized uh, rodeo somewhere? Mm -hmm. Yep. We, uh, well, he come <clears throat> the Swearingers there, uh -huh. Mike and Sam and Danny there, their parents, I think, I don't mm. even know what they were doing them previous to that, but, uh, I did. They. I went to one of them, and I don't know if that might have been their last one, or if they had a more after that. Um, I think they did a lot of them, but I could be wrong. I mean, maybe they did quite a few. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. So Little Bridges, did you compete in high school rodeo? No. No. No, no. uh, Well, there wasn't no such thing as um, around us, I guess. You know, I don't know. You have to go to Texas. That's what I thought was a I'm going to Texas one day and be a rodeo cowboy. <laughs> Is that right? That was the yeah, goal. I did. Well, good I for you. Yeah. I just thought rodeos in, I mean, we had them there, but I wanted to go to the rodeos in Texas because you always heard stuff about Texas, Texas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So at this point, Little Britches riding at the swear engines, you're, mm-hmm. you're what? Are you seven, eight, nine, ten? I, when I went, no, I was like, uh, it's funny, Doug. I was uh, 14 years old okay. Um, okay. when I went to that little britches. Okay. And it was kind of funny because, well, I find out, I don't remember just how that story went, but I find out, so I'm going to go to it. So I, uh, Ward probably got me entered something. I think we had to call to get entered. I don't think we just. But my mother took me over, mm-hmm. and uh, we found the place. It took my forever to get up on the hill up there where Mike's family was raised. There okay. in Lester, I believe. In Lester. Lester. Okay, yeah. And uh, we get up there, and we're going to get out. You know, went over, and I don't know if we paid entry fees back then, Doug. I'm not mm-hmm. for sure how all that went on. Right. can't remember, but uh, I had a... I Ward, I had to wait till I was fourteen to buy a Empire Rodeo Association card. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I had a card, and I didn't, you know, I'm. I guess you could do the little britches up to your eighteen. Okay. And, uh, okay. I'm kind of maybe going to get lost or not know it all, but I remember there was a ruckus because some of the people there had mentioned that I wasn't going to be able to ride. Because I had a rodeo card. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you know, nothing went on. And then Red Parker, yeah. he was kind of fighting for it, though, for me, you know. Well, he was just a kid, you know. They, there wasn't a lot of us kids there, I guess, you know. Yeah. That, that competed at that, if I remember right. Okay, um, okay. But, yeah. Okay. And, wh- and what did mom think of this? My mom, my mom never, she come to two rodeos and she watched the rodeo, but when me or, you know, Tom was maybe riding, I know Tom was riding, she went and Tom yeah. was riding then. Yeah. And uh, she couldn't watch it. She, she closed her eyes. They're sitting in the bleachers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what she told us. Oh, she okay. couldn't watch. She, she, she didn't like that. Okay. Now Tom is already, he's, he's how much younger than you, Joe? Tom is like four years and eight months. Okay. Almost five years. So is he riding at the time of the Swearings and Little Britches yep. Rodeo? He, he is. He did he did go to that. Yes, he, he did go to that, Doug. Yes. He was like, you know, nine years old or eight years old. Okay. Nine, I guess, maybe. Yeah. He and did the uh, juniors or something maybe that they had for the age groups and that. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And, and he got interested because you were interested. Is that how that went? Well, yeah. Well, being on the, you know, being on the farm there and stuff, and Ward always had a pile of guys coming over to practice and stuff like that, you know. And yeah, he was, he, uh, he was, he was bred into it, I guess. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. And and at this time, you're 14 years old. You got your ERA mm-hmm. card, which is very cool. This is this mm-hmm. is a lot of history here. 1972 was when it was. 1972. <laughs> 70, no, 71. Excuse me. 71. 71. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. what events other than was it calf riding, steer riding? What what other events did you work at the Little Britches? Do you remember? I, I, all I did was, uh, well, they, they weren't going to let me ride. Well, then they ended up letting me ride. Right. Okay. Um, okay. I was just, I was just in the, uh, bull riding, just in the bull riding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I don't think there was many of us in that. Cause I had, I was in the senior group and, uh, okay. I just remember Mike Werger made a heck of a bull ride there on a bull. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't know how old Mike was at the time here to all couple of years back there, I got one of them fancy phones and yeah. got on Facebook and I opened Mike's profile up. Yeah. I didn't realize he was three years older than me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he graduated. 
if I'm if mm-hmm. I'm not, mis- not mistaken, he graduated from high school in 1974. Okay. Okay. Yep, that's probably right. That's probably right. And yep. what year did you graduate? I never did, Doug. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, I was going to be a cowboy. Okay. My counselor. <laughs> that, could, that could be another story. Absolutely. And that's <laughs> yeah. that's the beauty of this. These these yeah. stories go in so many wonderful directions. Right, right. Okay. Um, and so you've got your, you, you're riding the little britches. You, mm-hmm. You've now got a bull rope that Ward Mitchell built for you. Right. Right. Do you still mm-hmm. have that bull rope by chance? No, no, I I don't. I lost that bull rope. Well, I didn't have it when I was 14. Yeah. You know, I just had it when I was just that little. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, okay. You know, I mean, eight, eight years, whatever Ward I was, eight, I think, I maybe see. seven. Could have been see. nine when Ward got out of the service. Okay. okay. And I never knew Ward, but he became like a father to me. Okay. And yeah, then. Ward, and then and and steer wrestler Ward, yeah, we we know of Ward Mitchell. And at some point, right, I've yeah. got to get him on here to get to yeah. to get his history too, right? Mm-hmm. Certainly yeah, do. Started, I don't know when it was. Yeah, yeah. And and so you got your ERA card, your Empire Rodeo Association card mm-hmm. at fourteen. When did you start to go? Were you going then at this point to to pro rodeos to ERA rodeos? Here, here, yes, sir. I was 14, bought a card, uh, 1971. Um, they probably, somewhere in the neighborhood, might have had 10 rodeos, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have had 10. They used to hold a couple in Canandaigua a year there across oh, from yeah. Roseland Park. And just the Attica, you know, and that was my favorite. Still is today, always will be. Attica. <laughs> It'll be the day I die. Attica, I don't you know. Bet. I just you I was going there. I was going there at seven years old. Oh, oh, really? Okay, okay. Yeah, so that's yeah, connecting I, some of these dots. So you had seen some of the other cowboys at that point at seven years old. Oh, You're sitting in the grandstand. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and I didn't set the grandstands. I sat up by the edge of the fence. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was. I was right up by the buck and shoots there at the end where Attica at the buck and shoots. Okay. They wouldn't let, Wardy wouldn't let me go behind though. I got to be about 11, 10, 11 years old. I can okay. go up on the back of the chutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite a promotion. That's quite a oh, deal. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I went from the, where the swing gate to go in and out is right mm-hmm. on the back of the chutes. Oh yeah. I was thought I was in heaven. <laughs> oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. So about yeah. 10 rodeos in a year, you could get to. Um, mm-hmm. you're pretty young, 14. You're not even driving yet. How are you getting, or maybe you were, you might've had a permit at that point. Right. I was with Wardy. Oh, you were? Ward. Okay. Yeah. That was when the family's went and you hung out for the weekend, you know? Okay. Okay. Then, so yeah. a bit of travel out and about. Mm-hmm. And, and what do you remember about the 1971 season? How did you do? I, 1971, I made the finals. They had a finals, okay. ERA finals. Okay. I uh, I don't know. I can't remember where I was. I think they brought ten people back up. To, I think it was ten. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I was. There's a lot of guys. You know, they're saying, "Geez, this guy right here, he's like the you know the not guy, but boy, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. right?" No, so I did. I did good. I made the finals. I made a couple bucks, Doug. I made a couple bucks. Okay. Data. Okay. Yeah, I think I won a couple checks. Uh, I'm not for sure. I could have won one of them, maybe. I'm not for sure. Okay. And yeah. and riding bulls—that was your single event. Well, I got to riding bucking horses because Ward, he was a saddle bronc rider in his day, and okay. well, I guess he rode barebacks. I remember seeing him ride the saddle bronc, but not not the barebacks. Okay. Yeah. So, did you start to ride saddle broncs in at that mm-hmm. point? Oh, you did. Yep. When I well, younger than that, Doug. Younger really? Than that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Younger than that, I uh, Ward <clears throat> Ward uh, when I was like nine or ten, he made may have been eleven, but. He took a pony saddle mm-hmm. and he cut it all up and stuff and made like bigger swells on the pony saddle. Okay. And he put some different uh, fenders on it and stuff so the stirrups would move easier, like a bronco, his bronc riding saddle. Yeah. Yeah, he made me one of them up, Doug. I think I was 10 or 11. <laughs> oh my gosh, that yeah. is incredible. And I get on the ponies. Yeah, I okay. get on the ponies. Okay. Mm-hmm. And- 
Go ahead. And that's where you learn to handle your rain, to the spurring mm-hmm. motion, all that sort of thing. Well, I was trying to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. So, yeah. so in 71, you're, you're now moved up to pro rodeo. You're mm-hmm. not riding on that little pony saddle that Ward Mitchell built no, for you no, anymore. No, I did not. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, I did ride, I did ride some Bronx in the ERA and I think I entered a few of them up in Ontario and Canada. They okay. had association up there. I think I did enter. I know I got on a couple three horses up there, I guess. Okay. I did a little more at the ERAs that year, you know, and I got on some barebacks too. You but, did? Uh, okay. Yep, yeah, at the start, at the start. But, okay. Yeah, that all went, that Bronx and bareback all went away after I was 17. I didn't care about no horses no more. Really? So you, at 17, you focused on bulls? Bull riding was me, yes. That's okay. what I, it was a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for that, sure. That Brock riding, well, even the barebacks, there's just too many I don't know too many moving parts, and I didn't like it. Well, there is that. <laughs> I don't know that it's easier, but it's right. definitely maybe. <laughs> well, some... it was for me. Okay, I thought, I okay. thought it was. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. And and as you focus on the bulls at seventeen years of age, um, did you go? Were there schools? Where were you getting your instruction? How were you continuing to improve? Yes, um, just, just the riders. I I never went to any schools. At that age, but just going with Ward from day one. I mean, there's L. Dodge and all done. Harding, he was, you know, they were all young too, you know. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know where they were, but they were older than me. But Bruce mm-hmm. Doherty, um, just a bunch of guys there that were around, and I thought they rode pretty good, you know. They mm-hmm. they rode a lot of their bulls, but they would help me out. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so picking it up as you're going down the road, basically. Mm-hmm. And so at 17, you're focused on bulls. You're making finals. Mm-hmm. You're traveling a little bit further afield at this point, getting a little, how many rodeos yep. in 1971, you rode 10 rodeos. Yep. Yep. What are you riding at 17? At 17, uh, rodeos wise. Yeah. Oh, I thought Bobby was going to. 20, 25 rodeos, I'm okay. going to say. We put up the ERAs, the ORAs, and then, oh, I uh, I had, an, you know, the IRA card. Oh, you um, did? Okay. Oh, yeah. I, bought, I had that. I bought a permit. Um, I get ahead of us there. Maybe I'm getting, trying to go backwards, but I was 15 and over in Schenectady, New York. It was in the winter. Ward was going, and he we got a permit. I think the permit cost me five dollars and it was good for one rodeo though it was an ira permit okay so i was that was my first really big big rodeo right i mean jack wiseman and all i didn't know at the time who well i remember seeing the read the newspapers right uh, rodeo news or whatever there for the but jack was there and the bird brothers were there and just a bunch of some bareback riders from way back uh they they showed up at this little oh $200 $200 added rodeo, and that was probably a lot of money back then. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 If, when I was in 72. That was 72. Yeah. You, at 15 yeah. years of age, you got yeah. a, you you, yeah. you bought your IRA permit for the first time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and I did buy it because, Ward, I had money from previous from winning, you know, but this was okay. in the winter, though. Yeah. Yeah. Winter rodeo. I was pretty, yeah. Yeah. I was pretty uh, impressed there though, when I got there. I mean, all the big guys. I mean, there were bigger guys around the ERAs, and there were some good hands we had back then in there. Mm-hmm. I looked up to him. Bucky Dodge was a heck of a hand. Okay. Yeah. And he yeah. was a New York cowboy, Bucky Dodge? He was from New York. Yep, he's from down there around Oswego, New York. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the town there, around Nichols in that area down in there. Okay, yeah. okay. And so at 17, you've got, you're, you're riding IRA, I, mm-hmm. IPRA, uh, ERA, ORA, Ontario mm-hmm. Rodeo Association. I'm trying to remember, APRA came in, that was after Delmar or something like that? Del- I, I owned the Delmarva card. You did? Delmar. Yes, I did one year, and then that's they, that's when they changed it to the APRA. Okay, so Delmarva for our for our listeners, that was Delaware and Maryland, correct? Correct. Okay. Correct. 
Okay. So yeah. you were traveling that far. Now that's a ways from, from upstate New York where you're living. Right. Right. That's when I was, well, I was 16 when that happened, I guess. I had, I had, I was pretty fortunate. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I had my own vehicle, a brand new Ford, 1973, when I turned 16. Holy cow. How did you swing that? <laughs> well, well, I quit school. I didn't like school. I mean, uh-huh. I don't know. Um, I got a lot of common sense. I probably don't have a lot of book smart stuff, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I have a lot okay. of common sense. Okay. But I, uh, I got the truck, and I had a job that Ward knew the people. Um, it was a, a big uh, 3,000 head of veal calves they yep. run at the place. Yeah. And uh, they were outside on a feedlot, too, you know. There's uh, no barns for them. They're in feedlots with, you know, covers. They had covers to get underneath. Okay. So I got. I ended up with that job. And I'll tell you, I, was, I thought I was a millionaire. I was making $250 a week they paid me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So... I remember buying the truck. I got some money together. I want a little money, probably rodeo, and had that gathered up. I think my truck cost $3,700 some dollars. Brand new. Brand spanking new two-tone pretty truck, single cab. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was nice, sharp. I put me a little, went and bought me a cap there with the Barrett family. With with the Barrett family, I put a cap on because Dickie Barrett, young Dickie Barrett, you know, he had one on his truck and he's, he was two or three years older than me. Okay. And you would stay in the, you would stay in the, you'd sleep in the, in the truck, in the cap then. Yes. Yes. That's what we did. Yeah. Okay. And who, who, and, and this is one of the most frequently asked questions we get is around traveling. You know, so who were you traveling with at that point? Bull riders, bronc riders? How how did you usually all travel? Up, all, yes, all bears, broncs, and bull riders. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we take turns, you know. But, uh, there, there's different kids. Me and Mike, you know, and uh, Mike Mike had an old old Dodge. I won't forget it, an old Dodge, and he kept a toolbox in there. It's a good thing he was a mechanic because it seemed like we broke down a couple times in that thing or more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. so this is early nineties, 74, 75, something like mm-hmm. this now, when you're really starting to go. And here was a question that I, that I was asked a couple of days ago before computers and cell phones, before mm-hmm. computers and cell phones, how did you enter a rodeo? How did you well, arrange your travel partners? There's no doubt mm-hmm. they're, they're scattered around a bit. Right. So how did you mm-hmm. enter a rodeo back then? Well, back then, say if there was four or five of us in the truck, and I think we've had seven or eight and four of us in the truck going for the weekend. Seven uh, or eight? Down. Yes, I, we have, yes. In a in a <laughs> single, you can see three in the front. Yeah, right, okay. and in the back. Okay. You got all the luggage, the saddles, the rigging, you know, rigging bag. <laughs> yeah. There was a mattress that laid it, laid a piece of plywood across the cap. The cap was yep. like. Level high with the cab. Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. And um, and would you let others drive? No, I was, I might've, when I was younger, they were like that, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. but we didn't, we didn't, weren't going off real far, you know, okay. maybe four or five hours is the farthest. Uh, oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. That, you know, at that age. And yeah. how did you, how did you split, uh, expenses, fuel and going down the road? Well, we'd, uh, I, a lot of times we got where we made a kitty up, you know, put money in an envelope. When we took off, everybody throwed in, well, throwed in 10 or 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah. And then what was left in the envelope when we got done, we divided it out between whatever guys were in the truck. Okay. Probably paying yeah. a dollar and a quarter a gallon or something at that point, uh, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it had to been, yeah, it was probably a <laughs> short dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Was 73 and four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and how did you enter the rodeos? How did you oh. learn of the rodeos? How did you enter? You'd get a, a magazine from the associations. Um, ERA sent a newsletter out, had all their rodeos and the entries on it. And then, of course, the IRAs, they had a nice little book they had. Uh, and you could see the dates of the rodeos that maybe you wanted and the time you entered. And you did it with the old rotary phones. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, maybe the, and if they were really big rodeos, you could be on the phone for an hour. Trying to you, get through. 
to get it to ring. Okay. It was always busy. Yeah. Always busy. Okay. And so with a bunch of guys, we if we had four or five going or whatever it may have been, and maybe some guys that maybe we didn't let them try to enter, we'd get on the phones and just we'd start dialing, right? Okay. Just have your finger ready to hang that rotary up, you know. What? <laughs> You know, it's been a bit, so you want to hang and start start it rolling around yeah. again. You know, it wasn't like no redial. No redial. That's just what <laughs> I was thinking. No you're redial. Your fingers were just sore. My mom said, you're wearing my phone out, Joe. <laughs> no doubt. And did you ever show up at a rodeo and they go, yeah, we don't have you. We misplaced you. We had you up last night, not tonight. There, that had happened a couple of times, yes. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. had. But we got to compete. Because okay. it was a mistake. Yeah, it was okay. somebody in the vehicle, not myself, but somebody in the truck with us was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. But they did. They did. They let him compete. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, arranging travel, you're going to meet somebody, you know, at this town or that town or this truck 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 stop. Mm-hmm. Well, most of us was pretty much in uh, from Auburn, okay, in the surrounding area over to Gloucester, you know. Yeah. Um, and we'd. Uh, Go all meet up at, oh, maybe Sean McDonald's or Mike's house. Okay. And if we happen to be east of my place, you know, they'd come to my house and just leave the vehicles there. I see. Okay. 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 So at this point, you're riding, still only riding bulls. You've said, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm a specialist now. Right, right. Okay. Well, I thought I was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, as you got older, you've got this brand new Ford truck. When did you really start to break out? What you would say these were my busiest years. And and for our listeners, how many rodeos might you compete at in a year? From the age of 16, 16 17, I probably was going to 25, 30 rodeos. Okay. And as each year went on. 17, 18, started, I went to Florida my first time at 17, um, with a guy named Ed Prozier. Oh yeah, Brock Rider. Yep, Brock Rider, Saddle Brock Rider. We went down to Homestead, Florida. Okay. Um, so, and this was in the winter. I've heard this a bunch. How did, and, and this was a question from a listener also, how did you end up, how did you know to go to Florida? How did you, I mean, Ed Prozier had been going down there? Ed, Ed, I don't know if Ed, I don't think Ed was there ever. Okay. Um, but, you know, it was an IRA rodeo. Of course, again, you know, they send you a magazine every month, and they would have it in the back would be all the rodeos okay. they had, you know. And they had, like, magazine could have, I don't know, a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a week, yeah. 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 And, and did you winter? in florida no we no. drove there and came right oh home. okay okay yeah. so i've heard we stories of some of the new york cowboys that have gone down and wintered down there yeah yeah okay well, i did i did i didn't winter but i used to stay there oh i was in my 20s mm-hmm. short 20s uh 23 or 4 i started going to florida to trim cows dairy cows feet okay okay <laughs> and they had but just because they had all the rodeos yeah down there in the winter in the winter and you mm-hmm. got to get out of that new york winter that good, new york, that good new york winter so what associations so now you're 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 you know you're 18 19 20 years old mm-hmm. what association you're riding ipra what other associations are you really focused on okay i i Went to whatever was around till I was 22 years old. It was ARAs. The, AR, the ARA had closed. I think they closed in maybe 76, I think. Um, they had shut the Empire Rodeo Association down. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, contractor-wise and stuff, I guess. And Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not for sure just how it all, but it went. So I kind of was going to the IRA rodeos. Okay. And then the, and then there was the APRA rodeos, of course. Yeah. You know, they yep. were, they were both. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and, <laughs> and you still, until you were 22 years old, you said you stayed pretty close. Yeah. Well, we, we I ventured off and went to Florida and yep. oh, out in Michigan, okay. Indiana, Ohio, oh, okay. whatever. East of the Mississippi. How, mm-hmm. 
Streets okay. are all lined from north to south. And, well, that, yeah. that's, I, that's not that's staying close to the house <laughs> anymore. No, but it is. It is, but it <laughs> yeah, ain't. Yeah, yeah. So we're there, do our thing, and go, go to the next rodeo. We're going to end up going back to New York. Okay, yeah. okay. And then take off the next weekend. You take off. You always went home. Did you ever get to a point where you stayed out? Maybe a couple times I did mm. for uh, 10 days, 8 days. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yep, not sure. Okay. And, and um, something changed at 22 years of age? Yeah, so 22, I guess, Lord there, he was been after me for... Oh, two, three years, you know, probably from the time I was 19. I don't know. Maybe it could have been earlier, but you need to get your PRCA card. He, he'd call, he'd call me boy sometimes when right. he was a little perturbed with me. Right. <laughs> was that often, Joe? Be fair. Well, be, be true. No, no. Might have been. I don't know, Doug. <laughs> you know, and I, well, one day I just, I don't know. It's, I just didn't like it. I don't. How I talked to Ward, they just weren't fair, you know. I mean, there's some guys around that did travel a little bit. Okay. Um, but okay. judging just was not fair. In the PRCA? No, in the in the IRA rodeo. Uh, oh, basically. really? Really? The IRA? Yeah. Even it wasn't very oh, good. It wasn't yeah, fair. You, okay. No. It's, I've seen it go on a lot with Mike, you know. When Mike started going off to the IRAs, I mean, I was going to him before Mike, the IRAs, Mike was a four event man, right? And yep, yep. I don't know. But anyway, we'll just leave that alone. It's just okay. uh, judging wise, so I was twenty two, yeah. twenty one I was there and I always kept in touch with Ward, you know. I say he's he's my dad. Okay. He he raised he raised us kids. Okay. And uh, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh twenty two I went over and seen him and I said, Look and I'm ready to go get go the other way. Mm-hmm. Well it's about goddamn time. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay. He had a, he cut a deal out of the sports news there, an application thing. And mm-hmm. of course you gotta, you, you can't just buy a, well, you've got to buy a permit. Yeah. Yeah. You had to, you had to fill your permit. You had to have a thousand dollars. I think yeah. they've raised it more now, I think. Okay. Okay. You had to have a thousand. And uh, so I sent that all in and I went to my first, uh, I went to two rodeos. I went to Lake Luzerne Friday night and, uh, there was another one that Ronnie Martin was the contractor, uh, all American mm-hmm. rodeo mm-hmm. company. He had a, he did the Lake Luzerne rodeo painted pony. Okay. Oh, he today. did. He did. Okay. He did. He was okay. there for, well, he was there when I went, I think they were there quite a few years. Okay. And then I don't know, something happened and Ronnie moved that Friday night down to his house in Boston Spa. Boston Spa. Absolutely. Yeah, he moved yes. it. Something went on there. They were closing down or selling it. The Martins didn't own it. They just put the rodeo on. Okay. But we go back to the deal with the money. Mm-hmm. So I I won the I won the bull riding there. My first pro rodeo. I won the bull riding there. And we, I, I got the bulldog and steers too. Oh, you and did. I placed, oh yeah. Back, okay. Yeah. And I placed in the, that was in 1979 and I placed third or fourth in the steer wrestling there. Okay. The opponent. Oh, wow. And, and then, and then they had a rodeo Saturday or a two day rodeo. We were up Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was I was traveling with a good, another guy, uh, Daryl Lane. Oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah. me and just me and Daryl there. Um, and I uh, we went to this. I think it was in Massachusetts or might have been New Hampshire somewhere. Ronnie had a road show out there. Okay. And darn if I don't go there, and I win the bull riding there. Oh wow. well, it gets all said and done. I had my permit filled in two rodeos. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. And more yeah, money than you knew what to do with at that point. Well, I thought it was, yeah. 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 I was trimming cows, too. Uh, you oh, know, you were still. Point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was, that's when I started when I was 22 trimming cows. Okay. My, on my own. On my own. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Because that's one of the questions that comes in a lot also. We know they're rodeo cowboys. Are they making their living on the road full time? Do they have other jobs? Yeah. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. And and for the listeners, what, what, what does it mean to trim a cow? A uh, dairy cow? Mm-hmm. Um 
Oh, I had like a table you'd put them on. You put belly bands around them, and then it would hydraulically tip them over on their side. Okay. And then you tie their legs down to the table, and then you would trim her feet up. Okay. So like a uh, horse. Like a horse. Yep. You do them just like a horse. Uh, you didn't put shoes on. You just trimmed them. Okay. Um, and and yeah. clippers like a horse. I, nippers. Yep. Uh, no. Well, they had other. Uh, they used to use them, I guess. But when I learned from the fellow that taught me, yeah, is he had. Uh, they were like wooden handles on them, pretty tall with wide blades about two inch blades you know there's okay. two of them close together okay yeah. and and knives hoof okay. knives okay yep. hoof knives just like what you'd use yep. on a horse on a horse if you wouldn't use the i mean guys did do it that way but the other nippers were better because you'd have to make too many cuts on some of them cow's feet with them little horseshoe nippers i see i see okay Okay. So, so backing up 1979, when fill your permit, which is, which is a big deal to, mm -hmm. to fill your permit in two rodeos back then that that's a big deal. That's a darn successful mm -hmm. weekend. I, yeah. And, and you're traveling with Daryl Lane. Now he was just, and I don't mean to say it that way. He only bulldogged. Daryl was a, and broke calf, broke calves too. Very good calf roper. Calf so, roper. He was calf, okay. Calf roper bulldogger. Okay, yeah. so was he hauling horses when you traveled with him? Yes, we had. Yeah, that, that was. I rode Daryl's horse. He had at that time was called Lippy. Lippy. Yeah. And that, and and did he have a team of horses? Did he have a hazen horse and a dogging yep. horse? Yep. He's the hay the. Hazen horse was his calf horse. Um, I oh, think really? that horse was, yeah, Daryl bought him out of Texas. And uh, I think, if I remember right, I think it was buttermilk. Buttermilk. So he would do haze on him and then rope calves on him. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you were, yeah. When did you start dogging? How old were you? What year? I started, well, <laughs> I mean, you're not uh, a great big guy, okay. dude. Well, let me tell you about me and my brother Tom. Let me back okay. up where I started okay. wanting to be a bulldog. Because yeah. we're a bulldog, and these have guys come to the house as we were kids growing up, and I say Tommy's put there five years younger than me. Yeah. Um, so we got to see it. Well, we had a, uh, we had a lot of horses my, that, that George was still with him. Anyways, they'd come and bulldog. So we'd ride. Me and Tommy, I come up with the idea. Tommy, I'm only like, oh, 11 i think and tom's you know going to be four five years younger so he's like five six wow. years old wow think. okay so we got we got another pony i don't remember what that flick i think that pony was tom was right i was riding riding the horses and tom rode some of the big poa pony size horses oh yeah <laughs> but we take a 55 gallon drum i come up with because yeah. ward's girlfriend there at the time he wasn't never married her but the young hoppy she had her barrels and she'd run the barrels there. I see. Okay. So we took a barrel. We took a 55 and Ward had the bucking, had two bucking shoots and had the boxes for the steer wrestling. Okay. So we'd, uh, I got the barrel. I took, I got a saddle pad out and I took some baling twine up there to the arena with us. Yeah. Me and Tom were all alone. Ward's gone. You know, he wouldn't have probably let us do that. Right. Right. <laughs> we were sneaking. Yeah. We were sneaking. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, anyways, we'd, uh, take our, take the pony and it got to be bigger horses eventually. And we'd walk down through there and we'd drop off on that barrel. Oh, mm. wow. So yeah, practice my, sliding off. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sliding off. Yep. Okay. And I mean, it's just a pony cause the barrel's laying on the ground. Yeah. And, uh, we got, that's going a little bigger horses and, uh, pretty quick, you know, we're trotting and. Then we got the loping, you know, after time yeah. and trying to get off. And we tried to, we had to rearrange our pad, even though we had it tied up at Valentine. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, right. I, mean, I, I didn't know how we could do it so we could catch something on it so we didn't miss it all the time. You know what I right, mean? Right. And uh, I took a little broom, broom handle stick that was broke or something. I drilled some holes in that tub. <laughs> I stuck the broom handle through the, to make it like horns. Oh my goodness! Really? Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness! Okay. Yeah. This went on for probably a year or better. I mean, really? we were doing that. Ward found out about it. He, 
didn't like it, but he kind of, well, go ahead. You don't get hurt. Yeah. I was going to say there had to be a broken broom handle or whatever. It's got to result in some sort of splinters or something. What about bumps no, and bruises no, and know. burns? <laughs> yeah. We got bruises probably. Got rub marks on us. We might have been in short sleeve shirts. I, no doubt. Probably didn't even have shirts on at remember. that point. Yeah. I can't remember. You're in the practice uh, pad. Yeah. So, so, so okay, so at a very early age, you're starting on the basics of bulldogging. Right. I didn't know much other than watch Morden them do it. You yeah. know what I mean? When I was a little boy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Even there, well, we'd go to Daryl Lane's too, you know, I guess when I was eight, nine, ten years old in there, I'd go over there to Daryl's and he bulldogged there. And, you know, look, uh, Daryl get go five, six, seven guys would come bulldog shears there. Yeah. So and when they got done, when they got done bulldog and I, uh, I got to get on four or five of the steers. Okay. I brought my boat. I brought my bull rope with me and everything. Okay. All right. Excellent. So, so when you were riding, um, you know, at 22 years, age, 22 years of age, you're staying pretty close still. Mm -hmm. Were you bulldogging back then? ERA and all that sort of thing? I, I did uh, not. I was probably. Oh, I don't, I never did jump any, I don't think in the, uh, ARA or the ERA. Okay. I don't believe I did. Yeah. I, Cause they shut down there and I got jumping steers at the uh, APRA radios. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I would have been 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Okay. And the IRA, yeah. uh, you were, you were, you were dogging. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and while the judging wasn't fair for the scored events, the judged events, you know, the bronc mm -hmm. riding, bull riding, right. etc., they they couldn't mess with you, could they, on the steer on the dogging end? No, I no, I don't believe they did ever. Okay. You know, um, okay. no, I thought that was good. It's just you know, if the if the right guys were there, the the guys that was going for the IFR, just mm -hmm. just was not a good. And I mean, I, I see it, you know, as around that stuff as a little kid growing up, you know, and I got to learn a little bit from watching and hearing guys talk afterwards or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, so 22 years of age, you now have a PRCA card. You filled it in one weekend, yep. your permit. Yeah. And yep. that was your rookie year, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And yep. you went on at 22, you've now got a card. How mm -hmm. busy were you the remainder of that 1979 uh, year? Um, well, I I uh, I didn't make Cowtown a lot in 1979. I went to a lot of I went to a lot of the road shows they put on. Okay, they had a, um, they used to do like the North Washington, Pennsylvania was a really big. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and I didn't realize it. Ward told me it'll pay better, but there was always more added money at the rodeos. In that, you know, in the northeast in the PRCA, and there wasn't the amateur rank. Oh, is that right? There was yes, just more you know, money added. Yes, they had more money added. Okay, yes. and and so you had North Washington, that was PRCA, mm -hmm. and Gary. Gary was another one. Yep. Yep. We're like icons there, me and Tom, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I, I talked to a lady called me a while back. I, I can't remember. Anyways, and she asked about something. And I said, oh, I didn't know if you knew. Oh, you and your brother Tom are like icons here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Memorable. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. So yeah. You, you, were, you were then hauling for two events everywhere you went? Basically, basically, yeah. If I happened to take off out of our circuit, mm -hmm. I basically rode bulls there for a few years. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, I know I was a little timid, I guess, to go around and ask to get a ride off somebody's horse okay. and all that. You know, I yeah. just, didn't, just didn't do that right off the bat. Yeah. So were you, did you also haze on occasion back then? Yeah. Mm. Boy, I don't think I might have started hazing. Yeah, yeah, I think I hazed with Wardy there. I guess we're there at the house there. I don't know, I was 16 maybe, okay. 17. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So you could yeah. work both sides of the steers then in the dogging for yeah, sure. Very, very minimum at that point, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so in the circuit, 
you're you're 1979. You're North Washington, Gary. You're you're hustling in the circuit. Are you just focused at that point on the PRCA, or you're still IRA and APRA? No, no. If if uh, you weren't allowed to do that okay. back then, okay. yeah, you weren't allowed. If you held the PRCA card, you could only go to PRCA rodeos, and it's kind of funny because I knew that in previous years, way when I was younger, a lot of them guys would get a get their permit or if they had a card, they'd enter, they'd enter the amateur rodeos with maybe the same last name, but use a different first name. I see. I see. <laughs> and they, get, they caught a lot of them at times and it costs like a thousand dollars fine wow. to keep your, keep your PRCA card. Really? If yeah. you were riding yeah. an association other than the PRCA, they mm -hmm. could fine you. Yes. Wow, and a thousand dollars back then, Joe. Yeah, the PRCA, that's a lot. Yeah, so I wasn't gonna change I did not want to do that, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so so I, you so you had to leave the circuit then quite a bit to get to rodeos. I did, yes, Doug, I did. Yep, I was twenty two. Um in the fall I went to that seventy nine, I went to Bonifay, Florida. I rode my bull, uh, didn't win no money. Um, and I went to a couple others, uh, Montgomery, Alabama. Mm -hmm. That was another one. Mm -hmm. Went to Montgomery. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if I rode my bull there or not, but I didn't get nothing. I didn't win no money. Okay. Okay. And did you find leaving the circuit, the judging got tougher? They didn't know who you were? Was there such a thing not, in the PRCA? Mm -hmm. Well, not really. It was there, there. It was at times. Um, twenty three, twenty four. I was going out to the Great Lake Circuit. Some okay, yeah, yeah. And then there were some guys out there. If Monty Hawkeye Henson was entered and Bobby Brown. Okay. Well, I'm just going. I, that's in my mind right now, and yeah. I've seen them. You know, I was there the first they were out and i'm like darn they give them a couple extra points i thought okay okay not like not like 10 points the ira could do i see, <laughs> like I see. Yeah. and i and i do remember some of those stories i i know what you're yeah. talking about on the ira yeah. so yeah. so you declared though first frontier circuit the northeast that yeah. was your that yeah. was your home circuit and did you qualify t at 22? You qualified for the circuit finals that year? I did. I qualified in the steer wrestling and the bull riding. I was first in the bull riding going into the finals, and I won the, I won the bull riding year-end, mm -hmm. and I finished wherever in the steer wrestling. I don't know if I made, I don't know if I even made any money that year in 79 in the finals in the bulldog. Okay. Okay. But I made enough to get there. I think I was, they would take 10 people and I think I was down eighth, eighth or ninth or something into the finals. Yeah. In the, in the yeah, steer wrestling. Yeah. And I was setting third or fourth in the all around at that time. I was going to ask. So, mm -hmm. um, and that's that's a pretty cool thing for our listeners you know um it's one thing to be really good at the bull riding but uh or really good at the bulldogging mm -hmm. but, but man when you've got to put both those skills to work and earn money and that's how you get in that all-around points race i've mm -hmm. always heard that that is one of the most coveted belt buckles you can walk away with is that all-around championship belt buckle uh, it's yeah it would be Doug. yes okay Just, uh, yeah okay well uh, i uh i didn't get i didn't i think i was i think i ended up third for the year when it got over in 79 okay and okay and and at that time had they started the dodge national circuit finals rodeo yet no no they hadn't, hadn't. Yet. okay yeah i think uh first year was 19 well, it would have been 1986. Oh, wow. Was, uh, well, actually, it being in Pocatello, it was in the spring of the year in March of 87. Uh, of 87 was the of first 87. year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but the points that they went off of on the circus were from the, it would have been because January changed over, right? But, right, right. Yeah. 
ride. So at 1986 points, you're riding on. Um, yeah, right. To first DNFRC there, I was, uh, it was an 87. Okay. Yeah. So you finish up your, your first full year, 1979, 22 years of age. Do you remember total money won in the PRCA all around? Do you just remember total money at that point? Oh, I, yeah, I had like almost 6,000 in the bull riding. Okay. And I uh, I don't know if I had, I don't think I had 2,001 in the bulldogging. Okay. I more, maybe not for, maybe 1,500 or less, I'm not for sure. Okay. And, and so call it $8,000 for the year, right. just PRCA, just PRCA. Mm -hmm. Did you make money? Could you cover your expenses, your entry fees? I I did do that. Yes, I'm pretty sure. You know, everything was cheaper, and mm -hmm. the money was pretty good. You know, you're giving a dollar something for fuel. Yeah. You know, a little more. It might have been a dial. Might have been up a little higher there. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely higher. I guess when I was 22, but okay. it was still pretty cheap. Yeah. It was, okay. I think I made money. Maybe I broke. I broke even anyway. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. And even and cheaper. And. Coming back to the career, you're trimming hooves, so you had the ability to get away, didn't didn't hurt the business for you to be able to go rodeo. No, it didn't, you know, and I, I should have went more, but I was just afraid, you know. I knew one day I was going to retire, mm -hmm. and I don't think I was going to be able to make that kind of money rodeoing. Okay. And I would... Uh, then it was guaranteed money when you went to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And and yeah. do you remember that year, injuries or anything that, that you had to face as you were competing, 22 years of age? You know, I was pretty fortunate. I mean, I might have got banged up a little bit. I'm mm -hmm. sure I did, right? You're going to play that rodeo game and go get on 30, 35, 40 bulls. You're going to get... You're going to get bruises and bumps somewhere, but really nothing seriously that first year. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hang ups, getting hung up in the bull rope ever? Oh, at, at 22 I now. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I learned not to do that as much, but okay. I did when I was younger. I, well, okay. I've been knocked out a few times in my, from 20 below 22, and they knocked me out a few times there when I was 22 and above. But, okay. So yeah, yeah. at 22 years of age, this first year, this breakout year, you won $8,000. Any bulls that you got on, ride or not, that just stick in your brain, um, it's just memorable rides or attempts even, Joe? Mm -hmm. My really one I really remember, and I can remember it till today, and I'm, I'm not, I've got over being mad. <laughs> um, I should have rode him with... All-American had a bull called Hotline. Uh, brand number was 11 on him. And I always wanted to get him. And I just never had a chance to draw him. Okay. In 1980, I drawed that bull. He's been to the NFR um, two times. Yes, two times. He went, yeah, two times. And I got on him in 80. Maybe it was three, yeah, it was three times. In 80, he made it again. But I had him that year, and he was—he was that bull buck, you know. Um, I'd say that bull, you know, they—he probably was a good twenty-two point bull. Really? Black, okay. Black Angus muley. Okay. He bucked. Okay. He bucked. They so, never rode him at the finals. Oh, okay. You sure really? they took him? Yeah, they—they they buck him twice. Um, they never rode him. So, so twenty-two point bull. That means both judges, right, get 22 mm -hmm. points for the bull. That's 44. If you rode him jump for jump and you just met him at 22 points mm -hmm. from each judge, you're an 88-point ride. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. Putting that into yeah. perspective. Okay. Yeah. And I think I rode him, you know, if I hit that they had watches back then. Okay. <laughs> okay. They come out with the watches a few years later. Yeah. The POCA did, and then the... I think I could, well, maybe I didn't, but you know, I, I didn't ride him. I went, I, he, my, I was in the air going off, my hand come out of the rope. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't have no tail in my hand or anything. Yep. And yep. I heard, I remember hearing a whistle go as I was, I think I still had a leg on him when the whistle went off. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. then they said, nope, did not make the ride. Did not make it. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, there was everybody I got, uh, I put a picture on there from the, from the, uh, 
museum. Yeah, you know, yeah. Near, I put one on there, a hotline. He's right there in the gate. I mean, that's one out there, and he's coming. Okay. He's, okay. Oh yeah, and then he'll reverse it too. When he reversed it, he got strong. What messed me up? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I and, got behind. And you were you rode which hand? I rode left-handed. You did all the way through mm -hmm. you from the beginning to the end. Okay. Yep. And, and the bull, uh, hotline, he was a right-hand delivery, left-hand delivery. He, it, he it was all the painted pony shoots for left-hand delivery. All was he a left-hand spinning bull? He, he, that was, he jump out of it. Um, well, he could jump out of it. You know, nobody's ever rode him very far there. You know, well, when he got older, they, well, I rode him when he was older, but when he was in his prime, he went back to the right about, oh, six seconds into the deal. And, boy, he got me back off my bull rope, and I kept just hustling, you know. And yeah. I don't know. Finally, off I went. Okay, okay. I was mad. Yeah? I was mad. Ronnie, I told Ronnie said something, Martin. I said, will you run him back in here then, and I'm <laughs> going to show you how to ride him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was mad. He probably would have thrown me off anyway. I don't know, but... <laughs> So you're a left hand left handed rider, and we talk about mm -hmm. this during some of the PBR events that we that we cover. Um, mm -hmm. Were you pretty good? Which way were you best? Left handed bulls or left hand spinning bulls? Right hand spinning bulls? Could you right could you ride both ways? Well, depends on how the bull was bucking. You know, for me, mm -hmm. um, I I liked them better to the left for sure into my hand. Okay, um, and then you know them ones that went to the right. You know, I mean, they felt as good as the ones that went to the left for me, but then a lot of them didn't, you know, yeah. it was just, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I had a little fetish about that for a little while. And then I finally figured out, I had a few of them pro guys talk to me, you know, see yeah. me at the rodeos, making yeah. the NFR back then. Okay. And uh, kind of showed, showed me a few things that I should try to do, you know. In our next episode with Joe, we will pick up with the two-event cowboy and continue our conversation. I got to know Joe when I was announcing rodeos, and he was judging them. Through these phone conversations that we've had over this last few weeks, I've gotten to know Joe a lot better. I've learned a lot about him, not just about his history, but also his approach to life. And I've really enjoyed talking with him. You know, this is how true relationships are made and strengthened through conversations and truly, truly, deeply listening. And stronger relationships are always good. Now, I've added some links from my research in the notes of this episode for your review. To make your listening easier, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Search for Beyond the Shoots and follow us. Reminder, check out the New York State Rodeo Museum Facebook group page and become a member. We also have a Facebook page for Beyond the Shoots. Become a friend, follow, like, just say hello, leave us some comments. We love comments. And thank you to Parasite Systems for their support with our podcast. You know, Parasite Systems is a push-button parasitic diagnostic system for pasture animals, horses, cattle, goats, sheep, and chickens. And they also have the diagnostic system for your companion animals, your dogs and cats. Get focused on treatment. Get the data you need to properly treat your animals for the exact infestation that they are carrying. You can find them at ParasiteSystems.com. Check us out on Beyond the Shoots webpage at BeyondTheShoots.show. This is Beyond the Shoots, BTC. Until next time, this is Doug Simcox. Thank you for listening.